0: How good was that? Speaking of John Lee Dumas, getting schooled by the podcast master. Hey guys, welcome back to Adventure Fit Radio for another episode. Uh, this week, my friend uh, Bill Kerr and myself sat down with, like I said before, the podcast king, the podcast master, John Lee Dumas. Uh, we learned some, he's been in the game since, he said 2012, <coughs> didn't he? He said 2012.
1: He's been in the game since 2012. I'm
0: pretty sure he has. That's when he started the podcast, 2012, EOF.
1: The, the the CrossFit Games of podcast? No, yeah, the CrossFit Games. Wasn't. What are you talking
0: about? He started his podcast show in two thousand twelve. Yes, he did. He and did. he runs a show called Entrepreneurs on Fire, which is a twenty five minute show, extremely structured show. For uh, he mentioned his avatar, so the the one person that he wants to uh, to market towards, which is Jimmy, who uh, drives a car towards work, and he, he wanted to hit that on point. And I, you know, I keep I keep harping on about it as you you'll see in the show, guys. But I reckon it was just so on point. The fact that uh, Bill and myself didn't even have an avatar yet that we could market the show towards was really interesting. We got schooled by this dude, guys, um, but uh, fantastic guy, and uh, we hope that you guys can take as much of it away as we did in terms of podcasting and just some general stuff as well about uh, some, uh, some entrepreneurial skills that we can all sort of develop. What do you reckon, Bill?
1: I reckon you're rambling on, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, just... uh, I was born in 1993. <laughs> just joking. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. I really enjoyed the show. John um, John runs a podcast, like Tommy said, for the last four years. Yep. And he has a, sh- a guest on every single day for those four years. So he's 1,300 shows in. So he's about 1,270 shows further than we are. Hey,
0: does, um, that, does that include weekends? Saturdays, Sundays? Yeah,
1: yeah. Saturday, Sunday, he releases them as well. Public holidays? Uh, I would imagine so. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, leap years. Leap years. He's got the leap year Anzac color. Day? Surely yeah, not Anzac, Anzac Day. Kick on, kick on. So, um... So yeah, it was a good show, so I hope you guys like it. It's a little bit about how we've felt about the whole podcasting experience, the, the what we've been through so far, yep. what we've got coming up in the future, and then we've got a little 20-minute interview with John in the middle, so um, yeah, it was good. But before we go any further, the show today is sponsored by Audible, so if you want to check out audible.com forward slash ADVF radio, you can go and get your free 30-day Audible trial and your free audio book. Uh, Audible is an audiobook warehouse, guys, so basically you can find any book nearly under the sun that you want to read, chuck it in your ears, chuck it in your car while you're driving, and you can get that information in without having to actually physically sit down, pick up a book, and start reading. It's really good for people that are poor with time. Yep. What have you been listening to? Um, What have I been listening to? I listened to Animal Farm last week. Um, I'm about to listen to um um the the richest man in babylon yes which is yes. from my um i might read that and listen to it i'm not sure I might try and take some notes
0: wait as in you're going to follow along with the book as you're being read to
1: well audible this isn't a, like a plug or a salesy thing but audible actually have a, a thing called whisper sync yep. where you can um you can read the book and then once you, you turn your app on and you can speak and it'll pick up where you are where your if so you read the last couple of lines and then it'll pick up where that is in the book. Yes. And then it'll put your bookmark for your um, Audible app so you can pick that up in your ears when you get in your car. Do you yep. know what I mean? So you I can don't read, the book. Mean, yeah, you can I read the book. Yeah, I
0: saw that as a little uh,
1: option, but I didn't. I've never actually before. I've never actually used it, but I just want to purchase a book because um, I think it'll be good and I want to take some notes on it. Yep. And, um, so forth. But um, yeah, knocked off Animal Farm, Rich Dad Poor Dad, The Bulletproof Diet, and the E Myth Revisited in the last couple of weeks. And if I was trying to read those books in old school form, I would be... <laughs> You'd I'd be 10 to... pages into Animal Farm. <laughs> <Yeah. Would> you... <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, also, guys, this what show is, is brought to you by uh, Adventure Travel. So check out everything we've got coming up, guys. We've got an Everest trip coming up to Everest Base Camp. That is going to be mind-blowingly awesome. We want to get behind the Nepali people again. They're still rebuilding after the earthquake, but we went there last... November and things were much better and it's really good to get the, the boost into their economy again and make sure we're helping those guys out. Last year actually before the November trip after the earthquake I spoke to our team in Nepal and I wasn't sure whether we should run it, uh, whether we should run the no- November trip because I wasn't sure about many things. I wasn't sure whether Nepal wanted to be would be ready for us, I wasn't sure and our, our team over there they were all healthy and safe but I wasn't sure whether they wanted us to run the trip and then the guys over there assured me. They said the best thing that you can do, the only thing that you can do, is please run the trip. Please get back on the, the horse. Trip. Yeah, because their economy is run off um, tourism. Yeah. So we got behind them last year. We donated some uh, donated some money. We tried to do uh, some volunteering, but there was an oil, uh, a fuel crisis, and we couldn't get anywhere. That. But so <laughs> that's <they've>, okay. <laughs> yeah, moving on. They've had a rough time, but um. So check out com. Check out our Everest Base Camp trip, guys. A couple of months left of bookings. Um, do yourself a favor, get on it, and hey. it'll help
0: the Nepali people as well. Talk to me about the Philippines.
1: The Philippines is also coming up. Dimitri Clockoff is a uh, guest coach. Ziplining, free diving, cliff jumping, tons of cool stuff. It's going to be six, seven days in a tropical paradise. Yoga? Get on it. There might be a yoga or two. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to miss out on yoga, guys. Not excited about yoga at all. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, enjoy the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one no touching of the hair or face.
2: And that's it. (laughs) Yo. Discovery Roger, go for deploy.
1: Some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live. Too rare to die. Alrighty. So, three months in, mate. I know. It's fucked. It's, very weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked, is it? Good way to start. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. So, um... It's gone quick, hasn't it? It's gone super quick. Yeah. So, to the listeners, um, to you guys out there, we're about to, um, sit down with John Lee Dumas, who's a podcast coach, basically. So He's going to take us to podcast school, but we just want to have a bit of a chat before before we start. So, how's it all been for you, mate, the first three months of oh. this, um, this gig? Yeah. It's been hectic, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a pretty busy time.
0: Yeah. It's been busy, but for it's been sure. really good. Like, I've... Everything that I wanted out of the, uh the show i've had so far like you know meeting some amazing people already and um got some cool people coming up so mm. you know I was, despite all the the back end work and um and all the other shit you know all the other stuff it's it's been good it's mm. been good yeah you found yeah. it that way as well
1: yeah it's been good i think it was pretty hard at the start mm. um just kind of getting everything together not knowing what you're doing i think you're starting anything and you're, you're not really you are prepared but you don't really know what you don't know yeah and I felt like we didn't even know what we didn't know what we no. didn't know. Yeah, that's right. I kind of feel like that all the time <laughs> in my whole life. <laughs> yeah. It's probably how we all should really feel. Yeah. But yeah. um no, it's been good for me. I reckon it's yeah. been sick fun. I've um I've had some real some real interesting times with the uh with the guests we've had. I've yeah. I've had like I think the stranger more left of center guests have been the ones that I've been most excited about. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yep. The ones so, that are like really surprised us as well we think like oh, this would be like a relatively good show and then it's going boom
1: yeah like the Jared Fleming one oh. Jared Fleming uh, it was tough because it was Skype but that one for me that was like that was super um, I knew Jared pretty well or not well but like I knew how smart he was with weightlifting and yep. he, I knew he was quite well spoken and I think for you guys you and Mac I, I know for um, I remember you saying that you are surprised how good it was because I love that show mm. but
0: that's got to be top 5
1: yeah, I think it was great. But um, what are your favourite shows anyway? Okay.
0: Um, I was having a... Well, I mean, we were talking about this just before. Lay them down on me.
1: Yeah. And uh, lay down on you. No, no. Lay them down oh, on me. Okay. Get, off, <laughs> get off me. <laughs> get away. Get away. Get sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> later, later, later. later. Pull, uh, pull me off. Pull me off. Yeah. Pull you off. Yeah. No, lay, lay down on me. i lay it down on me. That's
0: actually? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's just not peeing around the bush at all. <laughs> um, I reckon my favourite... So it's gotta be uh Tommy Sierra.
1: Oh, you stole mine. You had your own, you dog. I, I know I did.
0: <laughs> I know. But we were talking about it before and it made so much sense. True. And, um That was Why? a sick show. Well Why it was did you just like it, so much? It, it just it went from zero to a hundred in about two seconds. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was it was energy fucked, central. So much to the point that we had to take it down. Yeah. It was so controversial.
1: Um <laughs> how's that? For for the, for you guys out there that you probably don't know, some of you guys would have listened to our show number six. Um, sex, drugs, and skydiving with Tommy Sierra. Sierra's a mate of mine for maybe seventeen years. I'm thirty. I've probably made him since I was thirteen. Um, he's just a wild dude—not wild, but just parties and lives his life. Pretty the way hard you want and- to live. Yeah, yeah. And he's a, and he's a skydiver. So the um, we're trying to repurpose the show so we can get it back out there. But we talked about um, we talked about all kinds of controversial <laughs> shit. I can't really say too much of it no. online because the uh, the the Australian. Um, parachute What what happened was Tommy said, So we had the show up And it was going really good And everyone was Really excited about it We were getting some great reviews And then Tommy Wrote to me one day And said Mate you've got to take that show down ASAP oh. The AF, uh, the APF Are uh, chasing me they, they want it down They're going to ban me forever And I read it wrong And I thought he said The AFP The yeah. Australian Federal Police Same. I was like What the fuck have you done What have we done yeah. I started panicking yeah. Um so we had to take the show down because Cyril was um, ranting on about just some wild stuff that's kind of was pretty much defaming the whole Australian <laughs> Parachute Federation. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, it was hilarious. But there was heaps of good, um, heaps of good stuff about um, Tommy's kind of background, what he likes about skydiving. Um, there was a really interesting section about um, dimethyltryptamine and, and taking uh, hallucinogenic drugs, which Cyril's a big... Uh, wouldn't say a, advocator,
0: but he's not he's, a, he's 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 tip the pot. Yeah. He's I would there.
1: say yeah, ad, advocator in the right way, maybe. Yeah. And or, a, or an educated man in yeah, that realm. Yeah, it's just a different it's a different um perspective on hallucinogenic drugs that people wouldn't get. Yeah. You know, most days of the week. So I actually had um I actually had some people facebooking me and telling me how excited they were and there was such a great show and they yeah. were going out to buy dmd i was like fuck i don't know if we're making a positive impact on the world or not <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like you know
0: guys you just buy tons of drugs <laughs> um you know this is what we want on the show <laughs> um
1: so we're trying to get that show back out yeah for you guys um got to talk to tommy about it we just got to snip a few little um bits that he went a little bit crazy with the parachuting side <laughs> of it the skydiving side of it sorry Um, But we want to get all the good stuff back out there, so in the next couple of weeks, hopefully we'll be able to shoot that back out there for you. Um,
0: But the James Newbury one was good as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was sick. You want to tell tell what happened with that one? Episode zero. Yeah. Episode never happened. Episode, yeah, that's right. I think it was an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. You did for sure. Everybody, it's uh, it's about 4 a.m. in the morning right (laughs) now, so we are, yeah, quite tight. So... We spoke to uh, James Newbury, obviously, who is uh, now going to the games. We spoke to him before he was going to the games. It was really cool. Um, but we actually a lot of the show uh, we missed, didn't we? The the recording material didn't work.
1: No, we went. Remember, we went down to old oh. fucking knucklehead down oh. the road, and cause we got what a our, man, we what a man, <laughs> what a man, cost us five hundred bucks. Yeah, lost this first show, and yeah. So we went and got. We're not obviously audio specialists, so we went and got um. We went and got this guy down the road at the the place where we bought our um all of our gear from. We got really good gear, really, really well set up now. Um but we went and got our gear and uh the guy that set us up just totally, totally fucked it from the start. Oh, it's fucked. He, Again, um, we're
0: not a drug show. We have really good recording gear. Yeah. But we're still on.
1: But um but yeah, he um, he set up the the system wrong. We had to have all these extra plugins and stuff that went into our our head unit. And basically, what happened was two of our uh, microphones recorded and two of them didn't. And we had um yeah. we had our first show with James Newbury, which was it was really good. We've never recorded a show that we haven't released. Yeah, that's right. Was, and that would have been great to be able to say this is the first time we ever turned the mics on because it was a fucking ripper
0: show. Yeah, it was good as we spoke about. What did we speak about, like Mars?
1: <laughs> no, like, we, his, his thoughts on Mars, <laughs> Newberry Newbury said, um, James Newbury said that he knows that there are humans already living on Mars and that's it's a it. big cover-up that we're going to go there now because we've been living there for 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We tried to prod him into yeah. why that was yeah. and he wouldn't go any further. <laughs> no, that's right. We're too busy taking the piss out of him. It's
0: just like, man, that's a
1: massive call to say <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> yeah. What do what you, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you know how to lift a barbell. Where's your education? <laughs> <on>
1: that <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so good. And he oh. told us about how we'd... Um, chased a UFO for two hours the oh, other day and ended right. up being the moon. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Just completely lost all credibility. He's it's a like, space cadet, guys. He's a total yeah, space cadet. But, that's right. But, but congratulations for going to the games, by the yeah. way. And we want you back on the show. <laughs> but he, we had heaps of good stuff in there too. He's a, he's a two-time gym owner. And um, obviously, he's a games-level um, CrossFit athlete. Really strong dude. Yeah. Just successful guy, really in life. He's got he's got a good girlfriend. Um, he's got a couple of little dogs. He just seems to have it all going on. So,
0: and his attention to detail, specifically in recovery, is what I noticed the most. Mm. Like he he had his whole day sorted out perfectly. Knew exactly what he was doing. Like he
1: just he just knows what he wants. Yeah, it's good. So we're gonna get him. We're definitely gonna get him back on the show, guys, because. Um, Maybe after he's done at the games, we'll try and catch up with Newbury, and we'll try and get all that information to you guys again. Because, mm. like I said, he was a really, uh, really good guest. So we'll try and try and get him back up and running. But we're about to, um, we're literally this moment about to Skype with a guy called John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire. So John had the best rated iTunes um, podcast in the past. He's also runs a program called Podcasters Paradise. Um, I got interviewed on his show about a month ago, so had a bit of a um, bit of a relationship with John, and we've got him coming on Adventure Fit Radio just for half an hour. And He's going to run us through Podcast School. Excited? I'm excited. So um, he's ready. So should
0: I hook into him? I reckon you certainly should. All Meanwhile, I might uh, give the listeners just a, a quick a quick riddle. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> All right. Uh, what was that one that I said to you the other day?
1: Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Not the one about the stamp, mate. Yeah, <laughs> the stamp.
0: No, okay. So, oh, that's right. Yes. All right. So, in a two story house, I've already fucked it.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. Is it a two story house? Yes.
0: Oh, no, you are God. terrible. I'm shocking. 4 a.m. in the morning. was like, All right. What goes all around the world but stays in one corner? You're an idiot. <laughs> Oh, God, that's the worst (laughs) riddle ever, isn't it? Uh, All right, well, how about this one? As a fact, do you know that only 10% of people in the world are left-handed? Except over 60% of schizophrenics are left-handed.
1: Really? And I'm left-handed. Well, that explains a fucking (laughs) whole heap. (laughs) You (coughs) fucking retard. (laughs) Do you Um, know
0: over uh, 50% of US Americans are left-handed?
1: Look, I'm a little busy here, (laughs) mate. (laughs) <laughs> Send that Scott Yeah Fuck, What am I doing here I forgot I should Hardwire this for Skype This is what we should have Been doing every every show What is that boy called It's a It's a um, it'll Hardwire the computer Through to the internet Rather oh, than okay. wi Fiing it Ethernet cord Yeah, Ethernet cord Bang Okay, JLD Thanks for uh, Thanks for taking the time To come on the show Welcome to Adventure Fit Radio
2: Bill, I am Fired up Thanks for having me here today
1: That's oh, great It's good to catch up again mate So why don't you tell us a little bit about your history, how you got into podcasting and your EO Fire podcast and your podcast as Paradise.
2: Wow. Well, I would love to. Thank you for that. I uh, started back in the day uh, going to college on an Army ROTC scholarship. So that's kind of where my adventure started and I spent eight years in the Army as an officer with a little 13-month tour of duty in Iraq post-military. I said, hey, Why not try law school, which I hated and quit after one semester? And then I tried corporate finance, residential and commercial real estate over the next six years, and I just wasn't happy. I wasn't finding success. I wasn't finding happiness. So I started reading all the books and listening to all the audio books, and that led me to listening to podcasts. And I fell in love with the medium. I was like, this is a great medium. And I also immediately saw that there was a void in podcasting because I was driving to work every single day and wanting to listen to a great podcast with a great entrepreneur. And the sad thing was, there wasn't a podcast that was doing it more than once a week, twice a month. So I said, I am going to be the change that I wish to see in the world. There must be other people out there like me. So I launched EO Fire back in September of 2012, almost four years ago. Um, have now done over 1,300 episodes to date, with Bill being one of those great episodes. Um, I haven't missed a day since that day I launched in September 2012. Well, We're currently generating over a million listens per month, and we have a seven-figure business, rocking and rolling.
1: Well, that is uh, that is fantastic. So I'm you, excited. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you also, um, outside of EO File, which we'll probably. Touch to a little bit more, you've got Podcasters Paradise, which is, why don't you tell us a little bit about Podcasters Paradise, basically.
2: So Podcasters Paradise came about because I was having a lot of success with my podcast. I was making tens of thousands of dollars a month with sponsorships and with other products and coaching, et cetera. So a lot of people were saying, John, how can I do this in my niche? How can I start a podcast around my passion? How can I grow it into something meaningful? How can I monetize it like you are? And that just gave me the idea to launch a community that would teach people how to do just that. So back in October of 2013, I launched Podcasters Paradise, how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. And we've been going strong now for two and a half years. We have over 2,800 members within Podcasters Paradise. And the community in general has generated over $3.5 million in revenue since we launched. So it's been a Wildly successful program, both financially and for those that are a part of it. And again, we have taught and, and been responsible for launching thousands of podcasts um, through Podcasters Paradise.
1: Beautiful. So you've got, um, I heard you say just then that you've got the create, grow, and monetize uh, are kind of the three, um, three points for your podcasting um, timeline. So, we've created our podcast. We're 30, 30 shows in nearly now. This will be show number 28 um, coming out next week. So, um, we're going okay with the, the creation of the podcast. We're still a little bit clunky with our interview techniques. We butt into our guests a bit. Tommy's a goose. All the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> All the time. <laughs>
2: we call him the interrupting elephant. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah.
1: but um, But we're at the point where we want to grow our podcast. So... What? Let's say, for example. So, we're getting about this month. We'll probably take in about eight thousand, hopefully yeah. eight thousand listeners for the month. um And we're probably running at about one to one point five shows per week. So, what do we do, John? What's how do we? What do we do to get more listeners? What do we do to grow our show once we're in this kind of startup stage for our podcast? Teach us your ways.
2: Well, one, just uh, the reality is to congratulate yourselves. Those are phenomenal numbers. Um, those are a lot of people listening to your voices for some reason. So uh, congratulate yourselves for that. Bill's Number just kind
0: of taking my pants off, by the way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Number two, you've kind of led me to believe a little bit that you might not be that consistent with your podcast by saying one, one and a half episodes a week. That's kryptonite, my friends. You need to sit down and come up with a dedicated release schedule i don't care if it's once a week twice a month or two times a week whatever it is that you guys choose but your listeners have to know when your show's coming out they need to know that it's going to be tuesdays and friday mornings or it's going to be every single thursday morning and that's it they know that that is when your episode is going live so they can trust and count and wait and get excited about your upcoming podcast so critical in so many different ways. And what people don't realize is that then you can actually start marketing. You can say, hey, catch us every single Thursday or every single Tuesday and Wednesday. Like whatever it is, you need to have that dedicated publishing schedule that your listeners can know, like, and trust. And hey, every now and then you can come out with a bonus episode and throw it out there. And you know, it doesn't have to stick on the schedule because it's a bonus episode. Yeah. But your core podcasts have to be right there. On that dedicated schedule of whatever you guys have created, and guess what? That can evolve over time. Maybe for the first six months, you're doing one a week, and then you figured out a better system. But you guys are just automating a little bit better. So then you do bump up to twice a week, but you make it a very verbal move, and then that's all that you talk about is that new schedule that you've created. How does that sound?
0: Yeah, it yeah, good. it's good. I actually, Bill and I were having this chat um, a couple of weeks ago, and I was, you know, debating whether or not uh, to. You know, two shows is is too many. Um, in terms of you know people not being able to fully complete the first one before that, you know, we've already put out another one. Is uh, how do you feel about that, um, John? Is 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 do you find that one to two is sort of the right the right way to go? or Is it sort of different for, for every show out there?
2: There's no right way because every every show has a different type of audience. Like your audience is going to be a lot different than mine. My audience drives to work every single day. Like they're stuck in traffic. They're not happy with their job. They're looking for an EO Fire episode every single day to get them through that commute. That's my perfect listener. So now let's flip this on its head for you guys. Now, either one of you can take this, but let me ask you, who's your avatar? Who is your one perfect listener? Describe that person to me.
1: Well, our avatar of our perfect listener is a 25 to 35-year-old fitness enthusiast because basically – at the moment we're piggybacking off Adventure which Travels um database and followers really. We're obviously gaining our own um followers and exposure there as well. But I would say that um that yeah, our fitness um our fitness base is where most of our listeners are coming from. Um but still with the you know, when they're listening, how they're listening, these things, we don't really have the stats there, you know. What yeah. how do you how would we go about really focusing and I'm not asking dinner. for
2: stats though. I'm just asking who is your one perfect listener? Describe that person to me.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Tommy. Well, I would say 25 to yep. uh, probably 20 to 35 would be the 20 to 35. F- the bulk. Yep, w- someone interested uh pro- probably at this stage
0: in the CrossFit realm, um weightlifting realm as well. Um you said fitness before, didn't you? I yeah, I think just- we're probably a little bit more specific than that. Um and then, yeah, the
2: someone who's a traveler. Fuck, oh, he's put me on the spot. Here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but you—that's that, pretty much where, that's we're right. at, yeah. where we're at, John. For See, our, I mean, this um,
2: this tells me a lot right now. Like, this is one major struggle that you guys are having with your podcast right now. You don't even know who your perfect listener is. You can't even describe your perfect listener. So, who the heck are you guys talking to when you're talking? You don't have a clue. You're giving a <laughs> we're, very we're big... <laughs> And you're failing and you're giving a very vague age range of somebody that doesn't even really make a ton of sense. So let me, for your sake and for the listener's sake, um, share with you what an avatar should sound like. And by the way, like if I had given my avatar at episode 28, I don't even think I would have sounded as good as you guys just sounded right there. So there's nothing wrong with where you're at. It took me four years to evolve to where I'm at right now. So this isn't something that comes overnight But it is something that you need to think about every single time you push the record button. So my avatar is Jimmy. He's 36 years old. He has a wife and two kids, ages three and five. He drives to work every single day by himself. It's a 25-minute commute to work. He gets to work. He sits in a cubicle for nine hours at a job that he hates. Then he gets into his car. He drives home. It's a 32-minute commute home because he gets stuck in about five minutes of traffic. Then he gets home. He plays with his kids. He hangs out with his wife, has dinner with his family, puts his kids to bed, and then he sits on the couch and wonders why he spends 90% of his waking hours doing things he doesn't enjoy doing, commuting, sitting in an office, commuting, and only 10% of his waking hours doing what he loves, spending time with his kids, with his wife, with his family. That is Jimmy. He needs to be listening to EO Fire every morning when he's driving to work and every evening when he's driving home. Like That is my avatar. I could go on for like another 20 minutes about him. But the reality is you guys now know what an avatar sounds like. It doesn't sound like a 25 to 35-year-old person that likes fitness. I mean, that's like 90% of the 25 to 35-year-olds at least pretend to want that, to to be in the fitness and travel and stuff. So that's not not defining your avatar at all. You guys need to sit down and create one person and say, hey, what exactly does this person want to hear? So that you're not asking me – how many times a week you should publish, or what you should be talking about? You're asking your avatar, who's actually listening to your podcast, because that's all that matters.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, well, we did good. we did send a survey out, which we got hundred and fifty odd responses on the that's other cool. day, which which was good. So we had um, what type of guests people want to listen to, what questions they want to um, ask the guests, the ideal show. Wasn't well,
2: let- it tiring that everybody said Johnny Dumas? That wasn't <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, who is this? Who is this <laughs> guy? Yeah. It's Who funny. Even for the Dumas?
1: questions
0: that weren't related to you, they still said John Lee Dumas. Yeah, what's your favorite color, John Lee Dumas? <laughs> I was just oh, about was to just, say that. It's
2: like a, it's like a My virtual, my virtual oh. assistants, I just put them to work just answering yeah, <laughs> that survey. I think John Lee Dumas
0: is just sort of halfway between aqua and a, and a light <laughs> tinge of
1: green. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> um, well, that's great. That's a really good. So, so have you ever done anything like that to to get data from your listeners, John, or, or like how do you how did you actually? sit down and did you create your avatar through asking your listeners or how did you find your ideal market
2: surveys are a great way to do all of the above when i first first launched i didn't have any listeners so i couldn't ask anybody um so i just created the avatar off of who i thought i wanted my perfect listener to be and it's totally okay by the way you don't have to create your avatar off of your current listeners you might hate your current listeners, or they might not be your perfect avatar. So you shouldn't really care that much about what they say if they're not your avatar. So I sat down, I created who who I wanted my podcast to be for, and then I just started working to create a podcast perfect for them. So who's a perfect you know client for your business? Who is that one perfect person that you just want? Like when you picture this person sending you an email saying, "Hey, I'm 29 years old." You know, I, I work virtually so I, you know, I, I can take, you know, weeks off at a time. Let me know what your next trip is because I'm on it. You know, mm-hmm. like that's like a perfect client for you guys. So, yeah. like start crafting who that perfect client is so that you can start attracting that perfect client to your podcast by focusing on creating content for that person. Does that make sense? Yes,
1: yeah, for sure. Yes, for sure. I think we'll uh, we'll move on because we've only got you for uh, for a short amount of time to get to school today. John so <laughs> so let's talk about guests so we've had some really good guests on so far we've got a lot of guests um, a lot of guests that we've reached out to and we've got a lot of really top tier guests that we just haven't really even approached yet because we're just we're, we're not not that we're not ready we would we would love to interview them right now but we're waiting till we've got you know a bit more under our belt before we go to our, our big name guests so quickly give us a a brief rundown of your biggest name guest and the guest you are most proud of and then how would we go about landing our number one, number two, number three ranked all-time guest?
2: Well, I've interviewed Tony Robbins, Barbara Corcoran, um, Gene Simmons of Kiss, Brian Tracy, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk. I mean, I've interviewed like all the top, top entrepreneurs in our space um, and, 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 had a great time, uh, Bill Kerr, you know, I mean, the list <laughs> just goes on and on and on. Who's that but the reality on, is first this. First time
1: I've been mentioned with Tony Robbins in the same sentence, that's <laughs> for sure. That's
2: <laughs> Guys, you need as entrepreneurs and as podcasters and just as content creators, you know, you got to build your content and you do it with a foundation. Like you don't go to the top right away because you're not going to have an audience. You're not going to have, um, you know, you're not going to have a great ironed out interview where you're not interrupting each other all the time or talking over each other or the guests, and you're going to have this one great shot with these top guests. You need to make it worthwhile. So maybe you know, episode 50, you guys have really figured things out. Your audience is big. You got your interview tactics dialed in. Then you can reach out to that person and say, "Hey, listen, these are our numbers. These are guests that we've had on. You know, Johnny Dumas, like you know, fill in the blank, and like I'd love to have you on as well." and You know, this is, you know, our demographic, this is our avatar, this is who you'll be speaking to. And so then when they are on, you know, they feel like, number one, wow, that was a really well-run interview. Then number two, when the interview goes live, the audience actually reacts in a positive way and reaches out and tweets and does this and does that. Like, that's super important, super valuable when you can deliver that type of value because then they'll recommend you to their friends and their friends' friends. And it just starts this great chain reaction but it starts with conducting a great interview, which frankly takes time.
1: Yeah, for sure, absolutely. I think um, myself and Tommy are very, very high energy guys, and uh, we we do get in the way of each other from time to time. Just getting, we just get too excited. We do. Like we had um, we had some guests in very early days where we were just so chomping at the bit to ask them the next question, the next question <laughs> that they pretty much didn't get a word in all day. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> well, let's just, be honest. That I mean, was just us speaking, and then just sort of sitting politely. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, um, yeah, well, that's great. I think I think we've been we've been somewhat doing that and following that um, that path. There's a lot of guys that, like we said, we uh, we have on our list of guests that we want to chip away and get closer to, and get guests in the same region. And then once we are really, really established, really confident at our product, um, then we kind of go and attack those guys and try and try and get them on the uh, on the on the show. Really. So, um, what about um, you? Got any questions, Tommy? I got- well, I wanted to um, sort of ask how, you, how
0: comfortable you initially felt um, with just doing the podcast. I know Bill and myself had sort of issues, uh, me to a lesser extent, but I was definitely still there, just, just with sort of, um, you know, just being, just being a bit worried and sort of having concerns about how we'd sound on the, on the show. Is that something you sort of just started to move out, um, move out of gradually, or did you find that there were some certain tactics or techniques that you, you started to develop, um, maybe being more prepared or something that sort of helped you uh, with that, John?
2: Yes, I was very scared, nervous, paralyzed with fear when I started. I mean, I had no experience. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I had the imposter syndrome all around me. And the only piece of advice when it comes to this is you just have to keep doing it. I mean, that's just reality. Every single time you swing the bat, you're going to get a little bit better at swinging that bat. And that's just the reality. So, like, how many times can you guys do interviews? I mean, you know, you guys should be doing interviews just with each other. I mean, you should be practicing, honing your skills, Getting better, listening to people who you admire, their interview skills of learning, 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 like that's how you're going to improve the process. Like you don't get you know better at playing the piano by going out and playing golf every day. Like you have to do that thing and that thing for you guys is interviewing and is podcasting. So you're going to get better by doing just that.
1: Yeah. Yep. So with did, did you actually have any resources, John? Like did you read any books about interviewing or listen to any um, any great interviews themselves? I know Tim Ferriss had um, Cal. Cal Fussman? Newport? Cal mm, Fussman, maybe, one of the world's great interviewers. Um, it was one of his more recent shows, probably three or so months ago, um, with one of um, one of the world's great interviewers, and I can't quite remember his name. But, for example, I listened to that podcast. It actually gave me some really good tips and pointers on, you know, how to get the best out of your guest. Do you have any resources as in, like, books or, um, yeah, any other podcasts that you listen to that to hone your skill, or is it just practice, 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 like you say?
2: Yeah, there's some good uh, work by somebody called Michael Port, who wrote a book called Steal the Show, and he's just one of the best public speakers. And so he has a great course, book, podcast on doing just that. So I like him. I also just like looking at other people who've been doing it for a long time, you know, like Ira like Ira Glass, like Larry King Live, like, you know, Conan O'Brien, you know, I mean, these are people that are actually interviewing people all the time. You start to learn their tactics. And how they interact with their guests, you can learn a lot from that stuff just by again watching other people and listening to other people who have been there and done that, and that's really critical. So those are some things that I, I definitely lean towards when it comes to resources. Michael Port steal the show, um, you know, and then again looking at people who have just been doing it for a long time. I mean, you know, even Howard Stern. I mean, he's been interviewing people for decades. You know, that guy yep. has a wealth of knowledge.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um. So you you speak about your um virtual assistants that you use adventure fit also has i've got a personal um, va and then we've got a va for the podcast you use your your va's obviously i would imagine would um run the back end put the shows together do you use your va's to structure um, background on the sh- on the on the guests on the shows or or the general flow yours is all pretty pretty tight pretty streamlined but um do you use your va's in that way as well to to get information about the guests and um yeah, how do, you, how do you make the most out of your VAs? Yeah,
2: it's interesting. There's a lot of ways to interview somebody. I actually decided to, uh, and this is a long time ago, really day one, I decided that I was going to come at the interview from a place of ignorance purposefully. I, was, I wanted to put myself in the same situation, in the same shoes as my listener, which had, who had likely never heard of this guest before. So I was really, really focused on just saying, hey, I want to know as little possible about my guest. Because I don't want to have the curse of knowledge. I don't just want to assume that my listener knows something about the guest just because I know it. So I don't do any research. I I have the fifty word bio. So Bill, like when I had you on the show, five minutes before our interview started, I couldn't have even told you like like a thing about you, whether you were an American, uh, uh, you know, fill in the blank. I didn't know anything. But what did I do? I, I pulled up the commentary of interview that my VA had created. Which had your fifty-word bio, and I read, I skimmed your fifty-word bio just to make sure I could read it smoothly. And then I said, "Bill, are you prepared to ignite?" And then we were off to the races. And like that's how I do my interviews. That's a personal choice, a personal decision. You know, number one, it's a lot less work, and number yep. two, um, it just allows me to come from a place of just curiosity. Hmm. Actually, now I know yeah. I know other podcasters who spend a lot of time, energy, and, and resources to really do in-depth uh, research of their guests. Now, I don't know any daily podcasts that do that for sure, but I know some weekly podcasts that do that, that have the time to do something like that. And they pull out some, some pretty awesome gems because mm. of that. But that's yeah. just not my style.
1: All right. Cool. Well, um, we don't have you that much longer on the show, John. So, let's um, we we're going to talk about sponsors and monetizing our podcast, but I don't think we have time. Let's just talk about um, John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneur on Fire, What's next for John Lee Dumas?
2: Well, hopefully going on an uh, adventure trek with uh, you guys pretty soon. Yeah, Machu Picchu, he's
1: on. Oh, wow. I like it. Um, But
2: uh, no, you know, definitely what's next for me is to just continue what's working. I mean, I'm not looking to scale and to leverage to the next level. I mean, we've been doing that for a while. We're at a great place. You know, we have a business that's throwing off seven figures of revenue a year and you know, I'm just not looking to sacrifice quality of life at this point um, going forward. So we're kind of looking to maintain the path. You know, we have some great things that are out there, The freedomjournal.com. If you're looking to accomplish your number one goal in 100 days, this is just a gorgeous leather-bound journal that will guide you in doing just that. Um, you know, of course, we have Podcasters Paradise and I have some other projects that I'm working on. But, you know, health, fitness, nutrition, those are big focal points for me. They get a lot of my time and energy and continue and will uh, continue to be really important for me going forward and of course you know just running a business that's uh, successful like EO Fire getting to talk to great people is key and like you guys mentioned um, you know monetization and stuff like that and I will just say that is a pretty big topic for sure but I do a free podcast workshop every other week and that you can uh, find out more about at podcastersparadise.com and I also have a free podcasting course at freepodcastcourse.com where you can learn a lot about podcasting in 15 days um, and uh, those are just some cool resources.
1: Awesome, beautiful. Well, I uh, my next point was anything you want to plug and where can they find you but as the <laughs> consummate professional that you Perfectly are, you beat me to it. <laughs> beat <ya. laughs> already
0: done. Hey, Johnny, it's been absolutely awesome to talk to you, my friend. I, I honestly feel totally humbled right now. I feel like I'm just blown right mm. now. In uh, in the professional sense, that I mean that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Put your pants back on. Yes, all, right, all righty. Well, uh, thanks a lot for coming on the show, John. And um, we'll say see you later from cold, dreary Melbourne, Australia. I hope it's better for you over there in Puerto Rico. And uh, yeah, we'll chat again soon. Speak to you soon.
2: Catch you guys on the flip side. Okay.
1: So that was our. Um, that was our. Little interview with John Lee Dumas. So, to put it into perspective, John, like he said, his seven-figure salary, he he makes bucket tons of money off podcasting um, and he's built some amazing podcasts from all around the world. So... Just in a really passionate guy about it, but yeah, it was pretty crazy, wasn't it? How's how he started like yelling at us? Oh, no. I know. I was like, "Oh God!" Hey, John,
0: how are you going? Really good, man. I'm like this guy's sick. I no, love him. I mean, with the avatar thing, oh, you do not even know your avatar. I'm well, like, oh, yeah. fuck. I'm sorry, man. But it was good. No, it, was, it was, good. was good. I needed to hear it. You know, especially when he said, um, "And you guys are failing in that," and he was so direct and yeah. so on point. But he was so it was correct. It was yeah. true. 100 uh, who Who's your who's your avatar now? Having a a two minute think about it.
1: Well, my avatar basically, and I think it's similar for you, is me and yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Like that's because because basically we're trying to create the show that we want to listen to. Yeah. So we 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 always talk about for the listeners. What we always talk about. Um, some of you guys that listen to other podcasts. Joe Rogan is a big yep. one for us. Joe Rogan's my hero. Yep, personal hero. Yep, he's just the best. Just such a knowledgeable guy, but he's a but he's a lad at the same time and, and a Larrikin. Such a good interviewer. Such a great interviewer. And so for me, it was always Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss, as in getting good name guests and getting some really good content out of him. And Fighter and the Fighter Kid. The kid. Yep. Yeah, Fighter and the Kid is a podcast, guys. If you haven't listened to it, which is Brian Callen, which is a, he's a stand up comedian. He's Joe Rogan's best friend. And Bro- and Brendan Schaub, who's an ex-UFC fighter, who have just put together a really, really good, perfect amount of banter and lightheartedness, but perfect amount of good um, and- t- um, topical content. Yep. So that's where we're, where we're trying, to, trying to fall. And basically, I'm just, for myself, trying to get us to where it's something that we would want to listen to. I'm doing this from a purely selfish background.
0: Like, I just want to... I want to learn as much as I can and get the, the you know, the guests that I want to get on, on the show and stuff. And I'm hoping that people that uh, are similar to us are uh, our avatars and the ones that listen to the show. If if you're not, uh, please still keep listening to the show.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> if you're not a, a 30 year old and a yeah, 23 year old guy yeah, that's right. with about a 5 mil stubble on your face, walking around at 87 kilos, if you're not yeah. that person, get it. Turn, turn off the show. Turn it off right now. Get get away from <laughs> Yeah, that's right. But, um, so no, it was good. It was good. I think we definitely need to. So much that we still need to do. You know, yeah. it's just yep. there's only so many um so many hours in the day. But we. And know, I feel like a lot of that it,
0: stuff he was talking about, we will gradually start to get. But um, did you? I keep saying the word humble.
1: Did you feel that way? Yeah, for sure. I felt yeah. like I didn't have answers to his questions. Yeah, but I really I, felt like that. Yeah, and I think um, it's always. I think when you interview someone or or you're in the presence of someone who's doing what you're doing, but they've done it much better than you for, and yep. for a much longer period of time, you you, also, you always feel that slight bit humble. And if you don't, you, you're an, not an idiot, but you're you, you should you should <laughs> You feel should humble, be, yes. You know, so... Um, yep. Yeah, it was okay. great. But I think, I mean, we could have spoken to John for another... He's a very busy man. So 10 we, years. We, we could have spoken to him for two more hours. We would have gone into monetization. Mm. We would have gone into, you know, how to get sponsors, how to create a good um, following, building your database... There's so much that we could go into. Anyone that's looking to start a podcast, his pod- podcast is paradise. Um, it's good, eh? Program is amazing. Um, so yeah, there's so much we could have gone gone on about, but that's that's given us a good good shot in the uh, shot in the bum, I think. But what was the biggest thing
0: for you that stood out in what he said, apart from the avatar question?
1: Um. Oh shit. I can't really remember what what he Do you said? feel humbled by me right now?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you looking up to me?
1: Um, we went on to uh, what do we talk do about? know what I liked? Oh, the even the even the um, the releasing of the shows. That was good. You know, so it's so because,
0: specific and so small, but it's, it's got such a big impact, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, that's right. Like the, the so we're forever trying to get and I'm really looking forward to in a couple of weeks when we'll be have some shows in the bank, but we're always trying to get our show out at so, so we re- record, um, whenever we record, then we release Tuesdays and Thursdays, guys, if we do two shows, and it'll just be Tuesdays, uh, Tuesdays if it's one show. And it's supposed to be 10 a.m. Melbourne time every day, Yep, every Tuesday, but because we've got so much going on and we've been chasing our tail since the start, we've been, sometimes it's been late on a Tuesday, we've missed a couple of days, and it just hasn't been like clockwork, so I think it having- clockwork? What's that? That's a poor joke. Dimitri clockwork. It's really <laughs> a that terrible joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, that, that, was, that was one of your worst. I think, it's, I think it could be my worst. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think getting a proper structure there and just deciding whether we go with one or two shows is probably good. Or having one show Tuesday 10 a.m. We know it's coming out and then releasing the second show as, hey guys, bonus show. Letting them know it's a bonus show. Yes. So the, the guys don't think that Guys out. and girls are listening. Yeah, don't think that. Oh the Thursday show didn't come out because we haven't really, we haven't really specified. We haven't really spoken about that. So um, that was yep. that was interesting for me. I would have loved to have had him on for more time. But what I really have.
0: liked as well was uh, the fact that uh, number one, he just mentioned that you know you're not supposed to be butting in, and I feel like I'm always fucking butting in. Yeah, know? we are. But uh, the other thing that he said was that he would like to go into. He just would go into shows cold turkey. Mm. and he wouldn't would know what the guests are about and I actually really like that approach I know sometimes it, it's not the most professional way to do it but I'm behind this and you are as well so that we can learn just as much as the <laughs> listeners can For sure. Um, and I feel like what he said about you know already having an idea of what they're going to talk about and having a I guess a, a you know a, a subconscious opinion about the guest <laughs> is, is detrimental to your learning so I'd, I love the idea where I mean you and I both want Randall Carlson Graham Hancock all these guys to come on the show and um We just want to go, hey, guys, welcome to the show, talk,
1: bang, you know? Yeah. I feel differently because I I suppose for me as the host, I feel like I have to build some sort of structure. Yep. Which I think – the other thing is – so have you listened to any of John's shows? I've listened to one show. I can't remember what it was, though. So that one show that you listen to, the other 1,350 shows are the exact same. Yeah, yeah. So he's got the benefit of having – he has – what are you excited about right now? Um, um, what's your biggest entrepreneurial mistake? What was that aha moment where you thought, "Oh, finally, you know, I've come across something that's going to change my business forever." Yep. What was this? The lightning round. He has, he has twenty-five minute interviews, and they're structured the exact same every time. So he's got, and he sends the the guests, myself, because I've been a guest, the flow of the of the show. So there's, here's your seven questions. Be ready for every one of these. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that he's not prepared is a lot easier for yeah, him right, yeah. because he's so structured and he knows the guest is already ready with their yes thing and, and there's not too much if you like for me because I rant on and start telling stories when I was on John's show which for the listeners in, if they want to listen to it I think it's coming out June 25th we'll put it in the show notes but it hasn't actually come out yet because it was like two months ago but he's got so many backed up yeah. anyway when I was on his show I'd start to rant on and, and go down this path and that path and he'll just cut me off really no, in a professional way. Okay, like he knew when when I would pause for a breath, he'd be like, "Oh, that's a great story, Bill. Let's move on to the the lightning round." Mm, just because like he's s- because he's got twenty five minute shows, he knows that he wants to fit in, in thirty minutes. He knows he wants to fit in this, 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 and this question. So the fact that he doesn't prepare, yep, works well for him. Um, I know we talked about preparing more last night, um, and that was just because of some two? feedback that I that I'd got. Yeah. Um you know. Uh, as long as... I think as long as I'm well prepared... Yeah. Well, oh, look... I, and I, I can feed off you. Yeah. Look, that's it. Because I feel, for myself, confidence-wise, I feel like I, I'd need... Just to just go
0: into it, absolutely not knowing the person's first name. Yeah. Be a little bit of an hey, issue. who
1: are, yeah, <laughs> what are you? Yeah. What are you doing here? I'm your son. Get out of my house, you <laughs> weirdo. Yeah. Oh, you're a guest. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so agreed, agreed. So, anyway, so anyway, so,
0: um, I do like to some degree though, not knowing a whole lot about the guests. I think it's really cool, I like a structure of the show is really good, you know what we what yeah. we normally do, but um, yeah, I just like that idea of just being like just talk to me about who you are, you know initially initially at the start, yeah well that's that's fair enough, but like, yeah.
1: that's that, I think that like I said, that'll work well for me i wouldn't I wouldn't really like that because I'd just be maybe in the future I'd be yeah. able to do that like in another fifty shows, yeah. And and with health and fitness guests, we can do that. Like oh, there's exactly. been a couple of guests we haven't been that prepared. Where it's like, hey, without naming names, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about weightlifting. Let's talk about CrossFit. Let's talk about strength training or whatever. And we can kind of, run we, with I it. mean, that's our realm. Yeah, we can run with it. But yeah, exactly. For for our more um, upcoming guests, left, of, guess, left, left of square yeah. guests, I, I want to be super prepared. So Big one's coming up. Stay uh, tuned. Stay tuned. Who have you got in the in the what we've got coming up, Tommy? So we've got about. 12 guests we're gonna wind it up soon guys we're gonna we're gonna um, finish our day at podcasting school but we've got about 12 or 13 guests lined up in our calendar um, over the next month or two and it's gonna be really good we got really starting to get some bigger and bigger names Ooh, yeah. and some really exciting guys. Who is your number one guest you're looking for? Or give us a couple of guests in who we've got coming up in the next couple of months, just to give the listeners an idea of who's coming. Who's okay. you, who are you most excited about?
0: I've got three of my three of the uh, upcoming guests that I'm looking forward to most. Number one is Lucas Parker. Yep. So CrossFit Games athlete. Everyone knows him because he looks like a big red bear. Looks like
1: uh, uh, Groundskeeper Willie. Doesn't he? Doesn't he?
0: <laughs> and uh, love the dude. I think he's... Um, Really, really interesting in the way he goes about is There's a documentary for everybody out there uh, that CrossFit put up, I think, a couple of years back. It was A Day in the Life of Lucas Parker. From memory, and um, I was mentioning before about James Newby's attention to detail. You guys watch that documentary and tell me what you think after that. Uh, he is just so efficient with his time. Absolutely loves what he does. Perfect technique. Just a really interesting guy. I reckon we're going to get a lot of information out of him. Um, also, want to know how he grows that beard. Like that's, yeah. I mean, you said before, we have really shitty beards. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Something that I've never actually gone through. <laughs> so, love to know uh, what sort of creams he uses on his chin. <laughs> We've also got uh, Miss David's daughter, Katrine David's daughter, coming up. That'll be interesting. I'd love to uh, hear about her rise to, uh, to start and being the fittest woman on earth currently. And uh, some of the stuff that we may not know about her because we obviously, you know, with those games athletes, we only sort of see like one side to them. And then a really a really big guest that I'm interested in is uh, Dr. Carmen Boulter. So she uh, is the uh, the mind behind the Pyramid Code, which is a TV series on Netflix talking about uh, some of the conspiracy theories and uh, things we may not know behind the pyramids of Giza.
1: In in, uh, in thirty seconds, what are the biggest conspiracy theories? Because I haven't watched it yet. So yep.
0: So basically, <laughs> despite uh, popular belief. Uh, there's a lot of evidence supporting the fact that pyramids weren't actually tombs and they're actually probably more closely related to power plants so we've had electricity for they're suggesting over 5000 years the one- power plants they were power plants yep and so then the nile was able to produce electricity giving this this thing off the uh, pretty amazing so Giving stuff. this thing off them. Giving this the thing off them, yeah. The scientific uh, yeah. term is, uh, the Nile produced
1: some water from the pyramids, giving this thing off them. You guys yeah. know, it was giving yeah. the thing off them. You guys of the know. You guys know what the, you know, you, you, you know know. electrical conductivity is from the thing off them. Yeah, know. that's right, yeah.
0: So, clearly I'm looking forward to having her on the show. <laughs> you need to have her on the show, I bro. need her on the show. <laughs> you need to fucking Just talk show. to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's tons of stuff though. Um, you know, the technology, uh, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I'm good. seriously looking forward to that. That's, that's gonna be bloody interesting. Guys so she you confirmed? have it, uh is she what she confirmed.
1: Yes, she's confirmed. Sweet. Yep. Just getting a date. Yep, just Sweet. getting a date now. I'm really looking forward to that one too. That'll be good. I think um my most uh the guest that I'm looking forward to most in who we've got literally locked in would be Robbie Whitaker. Yeah, which is on the Sydney that's gonna be in a couple of weeks, so Robbie Whitaker, for those of you guys who don't know, is a UFC fighter who's uh, really up and coming in the middleweight division. I think he's probably in the, ranked in the top 10 now. Had some yep. big wins. And I've seen him interviewed a few times as well. It just seems like a real down-earth guy. Doesn't even watch UFC fights. Yep. Just plays. He's a real big gamer. Just real relaxed, real calm, cool kind of character. Yeah. But he's one of the most lethal dudes on the planet. Yep. I'm a big UFC fan, so that's a big one for me. Bass Rutan as well. Bass mm-hmm. Rutan's a UFC ex-heavyweight champ. So That'd I'll be... Good. It's going to be sick. I'll be interviewing Bass when I'm over in the US with uh, my brother. So Jack's going to step in and just um, help us out over there while um, while I'm over in the States. So Bass Rutten is going to be um, a really good one for me. And the other one that I'm most looking forward to is probably Rusty Young. So those of you guys who have read Marching Powder, Rusty Young is the author of Marching Powder. Marching Powder is one of my favorite books, probably in my top five. Just um, when I went to South America... Five years ago, the idea started probably six, six and a half years ago when I read Marching Powder. I read that book and I wanted to travel and I'd, I was planning this big trip. I didn't know where to. I read Marching Powder and I thought, I've got to get over to South America. It's strange because the book's about a, uh, a guy getting trapped in a Bolivian prison, which is a coke processing plant. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know what my plans were <laughs> subconsciously. Well, you certainly got the coke a crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, couldn't get myself into the prison. No. Fuck, I murdered so many people, I just couldn't, couldn't get it <laughs> That's across right. the line. But... um. It was just, it showed that um, Latin America, especially Bolivia, like so many of the systems are just so backwards. Yeah. And I mean, that's not a positive thing, but I like being out of my comfort zone. I like seeing just really, really different cultures. And that's what did it for me. And Rusty seems like a really good bloke. So we got him in Sydney in about a week's time. Yeah. so that's going to be good. And then I've got one, um, another one that you're going to miss out on, Tommy, because I'm in the States. I don't really want to mention it because I know you're going to be really, really upset that yeah. you're not going to be there. But that's the SETI guy. Oh, yeah. Search, yeah. So SETI's the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. And um, yeah, I'm can just be going and find some aliens. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm just going to go and cry. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I reckon that's about it. Good day at podcast school. Yeah. Looking forward to the future. Oh, we need to mention Mac. We didn't. We are? Oh, yes, we did. No. Not. We did not. We did not. No, we yeah. did not. Macca. Um, Poor bastard. So, um, so just so all the listeners know, if you've hung on this long and you've listened to the show, um, thanks. But, uh, so Mac is no longer co-host of Street Radio. Unfortunately, so Mac's a gym owner. He's a property investor. He's doing renovations on, on his properties that he's got. He's got a lot on, doesn't he? He's got just a ton on. Yeah. He's also an adventure travel staff member, and he will continue to be an adventure travel staff member. Um, it got to the point where Mac just didn't have enough time to really put in on the back end so we do a lot of work on the back end of this show it, more than more than you know more than I thought was was going to be there, save and Mac just couldn't he couldn't get the time to do that, so it was either he kind of had to make a decision adventure Fit travel or adventure radio. I think he just couldn't realistically do both, yep, and unfortunately he's had to step away from. Adventure Fit Radio. Having said that, he's still going to come on from time to time as guest host, and uh, or just uh, come in and, and and sit in and as a friend and catch up, I'm mate. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, he's um, he just couldn't maintain the uh, the workload that's behind the podcast. So, in case you guys are wondering why he's absent from time to time and um, and all uh, what was going on behind the scenes, that's what's going on. Um, everyone left in you know absolutely perfect. Um, everyone left in good spirits yep, like, and like I definitely. said he'll be back in the show he's a great friend of ours he's a bloody legend so um, sad but it's just uh, unfortunately how it is with what Mac's got going on in his life So absolutely and
0: if you are listening Mac uh, we still love you mate but uh, we still love you
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright anything you want to add I think it was all pretty good you enjoyed it
1: yeah it's good Taking it to school it's good have you been schooled I like, uh, I like getting schooled so do I Thanks to John Lee Dumas. All righty. Well, that's a wrap from us, guys. See you next time.
0: All righty, gang. Thank you for listening to that. Jesus, uh, what a bloody good guest John Lee Dumas was,
1: eh? Yeah, it was good. Um, Loved it. If you guys enjoyed the show, us uh, going to podcast school, then please subscribe. As we talked about in the show, subscribers are what get us our downloads, which helps us grow the show, which helps us get better guests, which helps us entertain you guys even more so. So, um, that's yep. the idea. Get behind, share the show, subscribe on iTunes is the big one, and, um, yeah, we'll uh, be happy days. Also, the podcast show notes will be found So uh, will be found at www.adventurefittravel.com forward slash podcast. So, anything that we mention in the show, any resources, anything about John Lee Dumas, it'll all be in there. Um, and also, as always, thanks to our sponsors, Audible, www.audibletrial.com forward slash advfradio. Go get your free audio book and 30-day trial and Fit Travel www.adventurefittravel.com Check out the coolest trips in the world. Boom. Speak to you don't. soon. Oh no, we keep cutting each other off. Oh yeah, damn, damn. See ya. We we'll keep finishing each other's. Bye.